Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Put the kids to sleep and throw the anchors in the ocean. Proudmoore's number one podcast is coming at you live on set. I'm Slide Whistle. It's immunization. Uh, we advise you to throw down the anchors because today we are DNR on deck. We are on a boat in Brella's Harbor. Call me Brenda Song because I'm Aaron, Fireman Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag on deck. She's married to Home Alone Man. That is the craziest thing to me. The thinking about Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song together. But the- <laughs> did they have a kid or did I make that up? I think they do have at least one kid. And Cubbybub said the same thing. Like, can you believe it? And I was like, I mean, did you expect them to date less famous people, more famous people? I feel like they're equal levels hmm. of like, they're famous. Well, what else have they done? Got married, I guess. I guess maybe only, I don't know. I think Brenda Song's less famous than Macaulay Culkin. I don't think your average Joe is going to know who Brenda Song is. They're, they're going to, if, if you do the Home Alone face, they're going to know who you're talking I, about. But at the same time, I wonder if Brenda had a longer career because Macaulay hmm. Culkin was really popular for what, like four or five years? And he was very popular. And then what did like, what did a 12-year-old Macaulay Culkin do? Well, I think also you have to think about this though. Whenever somebody saw one of the other Culkin kids, they were like, is that Macaulay Culkin? When they saw Rory McCulkin or the other Kieran McCulkin. Yeah, like, oh I, my God. I saw a thing on Twitter that's like, oh, it's crazy. All six of them are going to be in a show together as like a joke character. And I was like, there's fucking six of them. Is that real? There is six? There are six of them. I didn't know yeah. that there was more than him, honestly. I knew I, I knew Kieran because he's in another movie and he was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So I was like, okay, there's another one. But yeah, I didn't know that there were, he had four additional brothers and sisters. And the Home Alone story, I guess, was kind of real, right? <laughs> All those siblings. <laughs> well, it sounds like they were never really Home Alone, if there are so many of them. <laughs> God, hey. God, does he wish he would <laughs> He could have been Home Alone. Please, God, Brenda Song, leave me a home. <laughs> How often do you think she makes that face at him? How often does she slap her, her cheeks when they're going to bed? <laughs> probably never honestly I'm... like of, like on the converse of things do you think he ever brings up like the prindle <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think like she accidentally like kicks their dog or something and it's like oh my god scraps i'm sorry and he says way to go wendy woo homecoming warrior i was gonna say i bet you he, he puts on the homecoming dress and does like some kung fu for her sometimes you know does, does a little show Speaking of little show, there's been little to show this week in the world of Warcraft. But like your Nana telling you that it's not time to get more toothpaste, we will continue to squeeze everything we can. We've got some scary news coming out of the guild here. Uh, Oh, shit. So I don't know if you... you, I know you have your notifications muted for the Discord area, but did you get the Raider tag that went out a couple days ago? Well, I did see. Are we flopping into potentially mythic raiding? Yeah, potentially. So I feel like I'm the only one that's been like raiding the last week and a half out of the three of us with our guild. And for some reason now, when like attendance is like down, like people are like, yeah, this is, you know, you know we got AOTC, we've cleared... Rock like an additional like four times now past that 
another legendary dropped last night for cynical are our holy paladin naturally the, the second the, the only one is that the first one to like drop for our guildies on a guild run yes it's the first well legendary you've seen period well no guild, right? it's just well brio has one but you yeah, got brio. it from lfr yeah yeah i'm saying but like as a guild running a raid night tuesday wednesday that's the first one we've seen drop right like like on our raid nights yeah, well, first one I saw. Anyways, um, <laughs> like for some reason they they're like, oh, do you guys want to do mythic? When I'm like, everyone's like taking off right now. This is normally a time when like we just take a break because like people were going away. I'm like, we're not gonna be able to pull together 20, 20 raiders. I don't think. I am down to do mythic. I'm I'm in. I so I didn't raid last week or the week before because Baldur's Gate honor mode has been crazy and I can't get these people. It's so hard to get everybody on the same night <laughs> to play. So if I get an opportunity, I am shanking every plan I have to get to the end of honor mode. <laughs> We're so fucking close. We're right there. But I will shirk honor mode night to fucking do mythic. I just love seeing the struggles. <laughs> I love the experience of it. And honestly, it shouldn't be that hard, the first ones, if we can get 20 people. Well, we said that in the past. Also, I just checked the logs to see how many we had this week. We had 18. So plus you two, that's 20. But I know a lot of these people won't show up. But sorry, Aaron, what were you saying? No, I was just going to say, I'm less enthused for like, Mythic, the the thrill of the fight. Let's get cool gear. And mostly just like, if we can get one, even one, weird like page scrubbing crumb bums come out of nowhere and be like can i get a guild invite yeah which has, has happened every time we've killed like one or two mythics and it's like it's so weird it's like why if you watch that number will never improve we will never make it to three or four so it's weird that they're like you guys are you're a rocket to the moon <laughs> I'm, I'm itching my ride you gotta strike while the iron's hot and get in and while we're improving and then <laughs> we never do mythic again for like an expansion. <laughs> like I was thinking, when was what was the last mythic boss we killed when it was live? I feel like it's been it wasn't sure, this we... it wasn't Dragonflight and it wasn't even Shet. Oh, it was Terragru, right? Is that what it was? Well, no didn't we do no. Custodian? I swear we did Mythic Custodian. Oh, Vigilant Guardian? Is that what it was? It, it was Guardian, his name. Custodian felt wrong, but also he was just kind of a little silly man with a big ball for a body. So I was like, yeah, that's that's the guy who pushes the brooms. Oh, the guy that like, yeah, if you stand in the wrong spot. Yeah, he, like, he, fall, he falls out of the door and he's like, ah, three-fourths of my boss fight was just ads. I forgot about that guy. Can you name any other bosses from that aren't obviously the named ones? Like Sylvanas? Terrigrew. Uh, Skolex the Insatiable. I looked at him the other day. Desogni. The door opens, guy. What's his name? <gasps> the door! Whoa, well, that's, that, uh, that's from Fate Sanctum. Scribe Rokalo? Is that his name? Scribe. I thought it was with an I. It, we just everyone called him Fate Scribe. Fatey. Sadi's was tough because not only did you get fake fantasy names, but then also everyone had an honorific. So, like, no one ever called them their full thing. I'm still waiting for that, uh, God, not, what's he called? Not a broker. The broker? The keeper? What's he called? The the guy who steals stuff? The treasure man? When's he coming back? Yeah, you know what? I remember fighting him in the Sepi, but then at the same time, we, he reduced himself into a mask, just like he did in Nathria. So, Zyvox, Zymox, he's got to be coming back soon. 
I need more brokers, period. They're supposed to be everywhere. Where the hell are these guys? I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think we can pull this together, especially because Fireball's noticed and he'll show up for a bit the grade. <laughs> well, maybe I won't show up. Uh, you have to. You have to heal, so I don't have to heal. I'm overhealing. I don't want to heal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, I said that the shoe is beginning to drop. The shoes have dropped, and they're in the closet. <laughs> Slide Whistle's hearing healing arc is distinctly over. Well, it's unfortunate. I have to be on my evoker again, and but you have to be on your hunter again because of the legendary stuff happening with the remix season. Season four, right? So my question is, why are people referring to this as a remix season now? I've since you're not the first person I've seen say this. I've seen a lot of people call it that. I'm like, are they referring it to this such? Because at the end of Shadowlands, they didn't refer to the final season as a remix either, did they? They call it, it like a faded. faded. Season. Yeah, it was season four was the fated rating. I think it's just because I could not remember that it was called faded. So the only word I associate with that closely is remix, because also it's fun to say, and it's what it is. It's a remix. Remix. <laughs> So yeah, I guess who the fuck's gonna heal? Who's gonna heal us? Because <laughs> I'm not bringing Lil Quinoa to the. I'm bringing my evoker. I got because the legendary buff is now applying to Nazrazru, the the wristband of power, whatever the fuck it's called. That I never got. Yeah. So Slide and I were talking before we started recording here, and you know I'm not so because this upcoming season has all the past raids. I realize I am going to have to. Try to get a fucking Razbo again. Ooh. I had solidly put this out of my brain. And I'm like, fuck you, Blizzard, bringing this shit back. Although, remember in the Faded season, they gave us little tokens. So hopefully I can use a token to get to get the bow when it never drops. I'm excited for Persephone to get her second one on her character that's probably no, still using the first one. She, she's leveling her, um, her hunter again. I think she legitimately is going to play it in this next season. Hell I'm yeah. I'm bringing the back just for it. I'm, I'm ready. Hell yeah. Um, Brio is also going to be playing his hunter. So there will be several hunters. I feel like I should get my hunter ready for this. I think I deserve this bow first. I'm not going to even say that because Papa Steen, my one, well, I, I'm sorry. Actually, never mind. Grumbins. <laughs> you're being pulled up by your bootstraps. Call Grumbins and Grumbins on the phone. Cause you're going to use that bow. And then transmog off of it because canonically he only uses guns. I think they, I think it is going to drop though. I saw some posts on the reddit.com, which I, I hate going into the WhatsApp Reddit. It's the worst people in there. But I saw some pictures of some raids where like six to seven axes dropped at the end of a kill. So maybe this is a good sign because... Fuck, fuck making that shit a hard drop. It's so annoying. Allegedly, they are boosting it. This, this is according to the Gospel of Wowhead. They're boosting it to the point that, quote, if you keep going, it'll get up to 100%. Good. It seems the previous system was like, if you put your all into it for months, maybe you can get 10%. Now they're not fucking around because like the expansion's ending. They're like, just just get it. Yeah, just let me do... I, I just want to do the quest line for Nazrozru. Nas Maybe learn how to say it when I hear someone else say it in-game. Um, I love that Wowhead specifically has disclaimers now. Wow, Wowhead, that's good. Who see, who is this? Oh, it's Squishy. Hmm, maybe he's required to have disclaimers on his posts now. Uh, this data is not labeled. We don't know if there's an additional base percentage drop and what it is and if it exists he's basically just like we don't know we don't know we don't know we're not the gospel this is just all speculative like don't yell at us slide whistle <laughs> they know that you will complain 
Yeah, all those other podcasters let you get away with it, Squishy. You little night elf hater. I know who you really are. So I'm very excited for all of that rating business. Almost as excited as I was to apparently bring an end to the Big Dig Trader's Rest storyline. Wait, I'm sorry. Clarify for me. Is there a storyline? <laughs> well, <laughs> howdy doody. That's been some of the only WoW content I've done in the last two to three weeks here. And I could not have told you. <laughs> but according to WoWhead and an achievement I got yesterday, the story's finally over. What does this mean? Like, <laughs> Explain, WoWhead. So I can't even do it justice because it is literally such a long write-up. But every week, randomly, you could get a relic that related to, like, the history of the the thing. Basically, big dragons showed up, Doom Shadow, I believe, and other Drakthir were fighting it. And you learn bits and pieces of it. But it's so long and so dry that, like, I don't even feel like it would be a disservice to read everything on the show. Because, like, who gives a fuck? And it's so funny because when you would turn this quest in, Edward Geargle would... His name is Ass, by the way. Horrible name. It's ta I made the joke online that I was like, that sounds like something that I would make up as a placeholder name for a character. It's like some Goofenheimer name we would use to talk about yeah. a character we hate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so he, he just, he talks and he talks and he talks and talks, but you're not like beholden to listen to him so i thought it was just flavor text but apparently i so like the first time i sat there and i was like what does this mean and the second time i sat for about half of it and i was like okay i'm gonna go every time after that i turned the quest in and i would by the time he was like ah yes the bones of davy jones i'd already be up in the air leaving so you're telling me that each time he's been giving like a little bit of a tidbit <laughs> each time he was telling me a tidbit of this grand story the thing that 10.2.5 was supposed to be all about. And I was just like, bye. So I got to say, uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry, guy. I don't know. Give me a cutscene. Lock me down. Do something. I don't care enough about dragon lore to sit there and listen to your guy say it at me. I see. So I was going to say, this is, this is actually something finally interesting about <laughs> Trader's Rest. I tried multiple times to do the big dig. And it's just, everything about it is just so, it just annoys me. The mechanics that you have to fucking mine with are annoying. The timer is so, fuck. I thought it was every, what is it? Every hour? No, wait, what is it actually? It is actually every 48 minutes. For some reason, wow, 48 is their magic number. Because I thought it was like every other one where it lined up, and it it I, I went there. I'm like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go there at this time, and I'm like, where the fuck is it? Because Immune didn't tell me what time it was really at. Me? You can look at your fucking map, okay? Excuse me. But anyways, I'm on Wow Wowhead, uh, and the in the comments section, this is really funny. Uh, Schnizzle here says, I'm dot 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 dot. Just surprised there is lore. Did I just miss something here? And then Chase Potate replies, every week the dialogue prompts were different. Not the first bit or uh or the end, but the ones in the middle. <laughs> so if you just thought he was saying the same thing, um, because he was saying the same thing at the beginning, you would have missed the lore that was in the middle. <laughs> and he goes for so long. Like his opening thing is like three lines. So it's like, a, who's going to sit there and be like, 
damn Edward Gringle, <laughs> I love what you have to say. But then um, Chase here also says, then you can also click on a book in front of the dig dude at the big div dig that sums up everything that has been found that week. So I definitely had never clicked on any on the book there. So I don't know that it prompted you to do so either. I do not remember there being a book that said, I am hardly ever in that room. I only ever return to turn that in and buy my every two weekly backpack. But yeah, huh? Well, damn, wow, I'm glad you're trying ulterior, like, storytelling, but it didn't work this time. Yeah, I also opened the comments, and Bear God raises a pretty good point. Let me save you all some time here. Denuser was the head writer when this was designed. Hmm, so do you think this was, like, maybe, like, something he was trying out, maybe, and then they just kind of didn't really go much places with it? Because he was left in November. It just is weird to me that they would decide to put lore behind an event like this that we've just been uh, kind of trained to think is a bunch of nothing. It's like, I, you know, I don't expect like me to get like a lore bomb at the at the soup, you know? <laughs> yeah, the researchers were under fire, but I hate to say I never checked in with them afterwards. <laughs> what was the was the nasally voice guy, Renal? Was he did he spin me a story every time we finished that? Part of me thinks maybe because this is basically, I don't want to say an evolution, I kind of want to call it a devolution of archaeology, that they were like, well, we have to have some kind of story attached to it. Because in archaeology, you know, you get the relics, and remember, when you open your book of your things, there would be little pieces of lore. Oh, you found Tim Tim's little drum. Tim Tim died in a well, and here's his drum. Like, you could read about it. So maybe they were trying to do that, but making the beginning of the guy's sentence the same every week. (laughs) Or even, (laughs) and I'm sorry, but it's been well established. And you know what? I keep seeing it more and more. I don't think anyone really cares about dragons. Being, having the story be a single story where a couple little dragons fight a big dragon. And then we found his bones. It's like snooze, come up with something interesting. Like who else was here? Like if it was new lore, yeah, I'm going to assume dragons were here. It's the Dragon Isles. It doesn't. It, I'm not interested in any old bones we find. Yeah, it's, I, uh, I, I 100% agree. But I, I do like they almost have to include all this dragon lore because like people would complain that there wasn't any dragon lore in Dragonflight. If they're, you know what I mean. So it's unfortunate that, yeah. that like, we find it at, boring. <laughs> and then at <laughs> but, the same time, it's like who else? I mean, even would have been here because like you're not gonna find human bones. You're not gonna find elf stories here because. It's the Dragon Isles. It was it was in magic mist for ten thousand years. They're the only ones that were here. Is this an us problem? Like because we like when since we've been playing, the dragons haven't really been doing anything for us. You know what I mean? Like BFA, we are not. You know, I don't know where are the dragons at. I mean, Wad, where are the dragons at? You know. So like, if, if dragon fans out there, with the dragon theories that we're gonna get into, you know, let us know. But before we get into it, I just want to say. Because this is probably their swan song. I don't know the last time we'll be dealing with the Azerothian archives. So they will be involved in this week's Time Warp. It's been a while, so I'll just quickly go over it. Time Warp, I have a trivia question that these two will take will answer rapid fire within 40 seconds, which is the time of a time warp, the rating mechanic. And the question this week is going to be, you know, I was going to say, give me names of the members of the Azerothian archive team, but 
I don't know them. You do not know them. So on the count of three, just kind of, you know, give me a description like race. They got something on their face, you know, just <laughs> got, okay. just, just give me an indication that you might have seen this character before. Okay. I think I'm as ready as I can be. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. And three, two, one, go. There's Edward. There's Roska. I think. Roll with a bone. There's a drain eye with the techno scanner thing. There's twin dwarfs that wear hats and stand side by side. Oh, there's um, there's a mechanome that has um, a hook for a hand. I think the one that's there is he a troll? He's like the one that's just like by himself doing research and he like actively hates the fact that you're there. There's Nub. Uh, the Thunder New, he farms lightning. Uh, there's some elemental guy who's made of fire. There's a water elemental one that has a cowboy hat. The earth elemental that has <laughs> chaps on. I, I can't tell if you're joking or not because like there legitimately is a oh, water yeah, yeah, elemental. Time. Because, I, I mean, I'm just going to say, I'm going to give that to Immune, but I'm really weirded out because, Slide, are these people you've seen? <laughs> they're not people that were on my list, but you said them all with such co like conviction that I was like, am I just not looking around at this thing? You got to look around real closely. We got to look around. That earth elemental is hot. That's why he's this. Re no, it's not real. <laughs> okay. Wait, so none of that was real? No, it was all real. I think I won the time warp. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Immune just wins because also he remembered a name, one it's name. weird. Uh, what's his last name? A dilly nubs. <laughs> you know, that's fair. Aaron, <laughs> not... do you know Edward's last name? I don't know. I'm not, and I'm not gonna <laughs> check. But we got Ed Weird and we got Roska, but you also did mention Drain Eye with goggles on her head. So <laughs> immune, you get to take this one. Huzzah! I win a time warp, kind of. I just want to let everyone know the Wowhead article lists like four characters, then it says various adventurers, and then it says the player. <laughs> like he, even they didn't oh, want to like go they into really death. did time person of the year you to us didn't they you are the winner and you have to consume a drink <laughs> now you think about this there's a lot of bad people they named time person of the year like they probably shouldn't have done that well i mean yeah even just 2016 alone by naming you like there's a lot of like pedophiles and rapists and murderers out there it's like damn you're celebrating them well, that's the thing. They never said that the time person of the year is a good person because didn't Trump get it too? So And Hitler. Yeah, so it's just like monumental people for better or worse, I guess. You excited about the Oracle rework? Ooh! <laughs> good thing, so... good thing things are hot in my room because I can just set down my headset and go attend to chores while you guys talk about this. Oh, well, don't go too far because it's really quick because literally we just got a blue post right before we started recording where Blizzard was just like, thanks for the feedback. Um, In particular about the Oracle Hero Tree, which is the Discipline and Holy Priest one. And they basically said, after reading your feedback, discussing the talent tree and playtesting the concept internally, we've decided to revisit the Oracle Tree, especially regarding its focus on, on replacing PI. They didn't really say what. Uh, They just want everyone to know that they will be reworking it because people have had a lot of uh strong opinions about it would it be funny if it just gives you like a second ability that's very pi-esque you have two pis <laughs> i got two pis you got two pis put that paladin down 
Sorry if my audio <laughs> quality is distinctly ruptured now. Uh, I opened up a window and there's a lovely songbird outside who's singing me a song. Anduin? Anduin. I'm just glad that it's not someone sketchy. We've had a lot of scary business happen around this apartment recently. Uh, some some lightheaded bitch named Bianca has been beefing with her baby mama. And they're doing it at the elevators right outside of our apartment. So I'll take Man. the songbird until they return tonight. Well, you know, luckily the P.I. is nestled safely under the church. Nestled safely under the church. The church? Benedictus. <laughs> I think I'm out of quotes. Uh, uh, immunization! He knows my name! <laughs> okay, well, I think uh, I think that about wraps up. That I mean, I'm glad that they're doing something about it, but like, I don't know. I'll probably, I still feel like I'm probably going to choose the uh, whatever the other one is. You know what I wanted when I was a kid, more than anything? A Johnny Awesome action figure. But we just couldn't afford it. Because he's a weird joke character that I think they got rid of for being transphobic. R.I.P. Speaking of transphobic. Which, wow, character is getting canceled. Well, not exactly. Uh, the first kiss... The first on-screen wow kiss. Do you guys, uh, do you guys see that article they posted about it? Well, no, but it's it's our our friends, the Night Elves, correct? Making love in Warcraft, hmm? building Azeroth with kiss cam technology. So I guess there was a special Valentine's Day edition of building Azeroth. Which what the fuck is that? Is this a series going on that I missed? Taryn Gregory talked about the first on-screen kiss in Warcraft history. Is that true? Well, I mean, because they just didn't have the models smush each other too much. Like, I think maybe they had, like, Proto-Varian and Tiffin in a cutscene, like an in-game cutscene, face each other one time. But yeah, this is the first time they've been able to to actually get them to smush together. Do you guys know what the first in-engine hug was? Wait, what, what do you mean by that? First? So you know how we just had the first in-engine kiss? Oh, I thought you said HUD. Hug. H-U-G. I mean, like, I was going to be like, the game's always had a HUD. Didn't you know what the first GUI was? Look at this alpha photo. Um, Was it legitimately, like, uh, also Night Elves? Was it Chandris and, and Taronda? Hmm. Aaron, do you have a guess? Um, I think it was Hogger and GHC. He's like, you son of a bitch. You've been eluding well. me for so long. And he, got, he went... <laughs> Speaking of transphobia, the first in-engine hug was our very own the Pelargobos, Pelargobiter, Pelagos, oh. and Clea. They were the first in-engine wow. hug. The, wow, wow, that's a, crazy. Was there a big huff made about that? I don't remember articles about that being a fucking thing. I think it says more so about how the news cycle is kind of slow right now, if I'm being honest. Yeah, because <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as the Night Elves lock lips, I remember that being a big thing, like, oh my god, they did it! But yeah, it's wild that the first hug was just a little bit ago. Although I do remember, because I believe they hugged in the cutscene when you defeated Argus, like before he became the Pelgarbiter. And I remember being like, their animation is pretty good now. But yeah, I don't remember a big stink being made about it. Yeah, so hey, maybe the technology, maybe we can get more shit out of this tech. Like, what's next? When's the first in-game fucking? That's what I'm waiting to oh, see. Oh, shit. My girl, my, my girl, Illyria is going to give the first Hummer to her man to kick <laughs> off the war within. 
<laughs> the war within this bedroom. Speaking of bedrooms, let's go check out Growlina's bedroom, shall we? Oh no, she's definitely a puts clothes and not a chair in the corner of the room kind of girl. Who would do that? Welcome once again to my parlor, kids. It's your girl, Growlina, giving you the final free steamy romance novel read for this, the month of love. Today I'll be reading to you an excerpt from one of my favorite steamy romance novels, Blue Moon. Tail swooshing and hips swaying, the curvy figure walked purposefully across the lake toward the man resting by the shore. Rising quickly as she approached, he appeared visibly happy to be in her presence. Blue arms flowed over his shoulders as a smooth tail coiled seductively around his waist. Why must I travel so far to be meeting men like you? Her voice carried a strong, alluring accent. Grinning wildly, he gently pushed her away, openly staring as the light caught her features. Up here! She exclaimed in playful anger. With a helpless shrug, he reached into his pack and, and pulled out a small pouch. My wonderful Sula, I've brought you something. Confidence wrapped his words like a steel blanket. She plucked the tiny bag from his hands, excitedly pulling it open and revealing a citrine pendant. Ah, oh, Marcus, you shouldn't have. The usual teasing was gone from his voice. Every facet lights the sky and my heart with your beautiful reflection. Sula frowned. Ah, uh, no. I mean, you really shouldn't have. I could craft something better by accident. For the first time, possibly ever, Marcus looked hurt. His shoulders slumped slightly, the cocky, ever-present grin missing from his handsome face. Sula opened her mouth to speak. Smiling warmly, a glowing rune appeared above her eyes. I don't think I can mend your feelings, even with my gift. Despite the statement, her words seemed to do the trick. Marcus smirked roguishly as he adjusted his leg plates. Will, you aren't the only gifted one. Silence penetrated the room with palpable force as the conversation shifted to the language shared by all races of Azeroth. <laughs> Minutes became hours until their passionate dialogue was interrupted by lightning streaking from the cloudless sky, thunderously slamming into the lake's surface, bathing them in steam. Is something wrong? Marcus asked. No, my Marcus. You're just off to a great start. The remaining pages have been thoroughly destroyed by the elements. Well, that will be your final tidbit of steamy, sensual romance here on the main show. But sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash do not relent, for one more additional extra steamy reading. I'll see you all again real soon. Growlina out. <laughs>
Thanks, Growl. That sure was a hoot. For no particular reason, I just like to let everyone know that they found video of Georgia Governor... Governor? I think she's just a house rep, I think. House rep. Georgia house rep. Marjorie uh-huh. Taylor Green on American Idol uh, going under the name Sarah Sugarman. And she sang poorly and tried to show her boobies. Yeah, what a fucking fool. This is your bi-yearly reminder that if you support any of Marjorie Taylor Greene or her QAnon Republican Party ideals, you can she-bang yourself right on out of here and go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've been very clear all along, but if you're newer like, uh, and that is surprising or offensive to you, you can leave. Goodbye. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. And I'm going to leave it at that. Usually I'd give a solid endorsement for the other side. But I can't. He's old as fuck. And he's, oh, no, I will. I, I am endorsing the other side because there's a lot of slandering going on with that. He's he's his he's fine. He's he's it's OK. That's a very strong endorsement there. He's over, okay. of course, not referring to the president and referring to William Hung. <laughs> yeah, we're talking, no, we're talking about William Hung. <laughs> People she thought bangs, he wasn't doing so bangs. good. Because his song was kind of bad, but he's doing okay. I think he's a real estate salesman. Okay, but before we get back into WoW, though, uh, I am confused about, like, you, you said she uses a, a different name? Like, are, are, are do they all use, use stage names on American Idol? I, I don't know. Drew I mean... real? <laughs> Hello, my name is William Jacobson. It's all been a lie. The only real one is Constantine. Well, that's probably why his name is Constantine. <laughs> Who actually names their <laughs> child that? It's like a wrestling name. Constantine. <laughs> oh, okay, there's some weird WoW products coming out soon. Well, there's... do tell. So, let's start off with this one. This is interesting. The World of Warcraft, the official tarot deck and guidebook, is now available for pre-order. So it it's listed as having 78 tarot cards with original artwork <laughs> and then a 128-page booklet. So I go to the Amazon listing. First of all, this is coming out November 5th. Who the fuck is pre-ordering this far in advance for Jesus tarot Jesus. cards? Jesus. Yeah, and who's who's getting that many? I mean, I guess I know a lot of girlies that like wow and like tarot, but like yeesh. I mean, I'm I'm it's Guide your tarot practice with this beautiful tarot deck with guidebook filled with original, never-before-seen artwork inspired by the massively popular World of Warcraft online role-playing game. And then I I go to look at it, and there's not a single image of anything about what the style of these cards look like. Like, I... Okay. That, it's, it's cap. It's a fucking lie. You're gonna pull the scepter... The King's Scepter, and it's going to be, like, that Pandaren, the one that they always use. And it's going to be like, oh man. Well, so do you think that they will, like, I don't know much about tarot, um, but do you think they'll take, like, the traditional tarot ones and then just, like, make them WoW-themed? So, like, well, you draw a card, and I, I just did a quick Google search here, so I don't know. And then, like, one would be, like the high priestess and then it's like you know a wow and then it's like a card of immunization i don't know okay you know what the wild comments are actually very excited about this which is honestly surprising as fuck literally this comment literally says this from necromorta Ooh, the diablo 4 deck was so gorgeous the artwork was so beautiful worth the money going to pre-order this one too and they go i get it don't use it 
It's not your cup of tea. You also don't need to be mean about it. <laughs> Art can be appreciated too. Scan it to make a wall print. It is chef's kiss. That, that's that's okay. literally all I was going because in my heart of hearts, I was like, this is slightly interesting. I don't. I'm not a tarot girly. I'm not a witch, but. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just if it's good art and you get what you said it was 72 of them. Yeah. If it's if it's 72 individual pieces of art, that's neat. That's cool. Bear God is here again. Bear God must be in the oh, live shit. comments. I'm watching. <laughs> he, he just trolls the forum 24-7. Shit, actually, it's kind of funny. Bear God says, how should I invest my inheritance money? Draws cards. A murloc tide runner over Dathromare inverted. Past. Thorum. Titanic Keeper. Future, Magni Bronzebeard. Strengths, Brand's Pet Monkey, Inverted. Obstacles, Lotheb. Ah, yes, my future is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I do think this is going to create a bunch of really funny memes, too. Honestly, I, I think I'm kind of being convinced to buy this. Only It's only... Uh, how much money is this? Okay, it's $28. It's not the cheapest thing in the world, but somebody says, I'm going to forget, I'm sorry, Tony123456789 says, perfect. I'm going to forget all about it by the time it arrives in November and be surprised by the gift from my past self. That's true. In a long time. And then the other item we have here, uh, World of Warcraft, The Voices Within, short story collection available to pre-order. Hmm... This one's actually more interesting because it is apparently some stories that are going to kind of bridge the gap between the lore of where we currently are and then what is coming with the War Within. So there's four stories. Um, one's called Anduin's Wanderings. One's called Gazlo's Leadership. A third one's called Thrall and Durak. And a fourth one is called Illyria and Eritar. So, so, so also I should say uh, Thrall and Durak. I realize it, it was his son's name. I thought he said thrall and do rag, like <laughs> like he found like a piece of cloth and he was like, hell yes, now I can maintain my juicy waves for the upcoming war within. Hey, you gotta maintain them. You gotta do it. You gotta do it somehow. It is in fact his son. Um, which when was the last time we saw or heard from him? Like, the I... orc heritage armor quest. He was a grown ass man and he talked. It was weird. There's some uh, just some descriptions here of the four stories on the Amazon website. I'm definitely broadering this. This is this is cool. Um, okay, from deep beneath the surface of Azeroth, a mysterious voice cries out for heroes. But before those brave souls heed the call, they must answer to their own voices within. Anduin's wanderings at last lead him to the solitude he seeks, until his peace is shattered. And a heartrending tale by Christy Golden. Hmm, what happens to Andy? Well, so I assume it's him leaving the Shadowlands, and then I don't know, starting his wanderings that we've heard about, where you know the why am I why am I like completely blanking on the name of Philothith? the spy group that was trapped? Oh, him? the SI Seven. Yes, yes. So I assume this is also going to connect the dots there with the SI Seven was tracking him and where he was headed. I mean, if anything, it's just him trying to find the best way to get to Silithus from the Shadowlands. As someone who is not a mage or does not know, he's trying to, like, stay off the grid. That's got to be tough. I mean, what would it have to be? You sneak 
through the portal to Stormwind to go to Boralus to go through that portal. Yeah, I guess. And how like they're how, they're gonna find you? <laughs> He's so yeah, bad like... at disguising. <laughs> We've already established that. Yeah, we already. Yeah, we know that your your go to disguise is to put schmutz in your hair and tape a fake mustache on. Like you got to be harder than that. Maybe that's where he gets rid of all of his locks. Like he mm. hears some dwarf being like, "We're on the lookout for Anduin with his beautiful fucking gorgeous hair." And he was like, "Oh man, I gotta get me a crew cut. Okay, I gotta go to Great Clips." We didn't even think about that. How do you think he cut his hair? Did he go to the barber shop in Stormwind, or did he take his sword and cut it himself? Because it's a pretty tight, it's a pretty tight buzz, almost, right? Like, does, are there clippers in in Azeroth? Like, how do you do it? Well, there definitely are because there's a barber shop, but um, I assume he probably just went to a barber. All right. Andrew Robinson takes Gaslo to a struggling goblin city. What fucking goblin city isn't struggling? <laughs> um, where he aims to inspire its citizens to more worthy ambitions. Boring. Well, it's mainly about how Gaslo was appointed to be the trade prince now, right? Yeah, it's very clearly just Gaslo is there. And then people are like, why is Gaslo there? And it's like, well, let my friend An- Andy Robinson tell you. Uh, Del... Del- Delilah Dawson, sick name, gives voice to Illyria Windrunner, sick name, desperate to connect with her son in a tense, bittersweet journey home. So Eritar is her son. Have we met him in game or anything like that? Yes. He was kind of farting around randomly. And then I know I met him far too many times in BFA because he would be on the stairs being like, my mommy's so mean. Ugh. In the corrupted visions. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god. I see what they're doing. I think okay, so you know how they're saying new wow, new I think we're getting a Degrassi next generation. I think we're getting like a new cast of character. I think mm-hmm. Eritor's gonna come in and that was I saved this one for last because this one and I'm mm, we'll see how this fucking goes, and I'm already a little hesitant on this. Thrall grapples with his son's coming of age in a heartfelt story by Jonathan Maberry about what it means to love and let go. Thrall's son <laughs> is leaving the fucking nest to be a main character in the Warcraft universe, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's just coming or, out as gay and Thrall is homophobic. That, or he's just jerking his wiener. <laughs> I know you're coming of age in there. <laughs> it's oh, all man. about, it's all about getting a grip and letting go if you catch my drift. <laughs> Father, please, this is embarrassing. Command the waters to clean it. Not all problems can be solved with the elements, my child. Get on your hands and knees and clean up your own cummy. There's a reason the elements betrayed me. (laughs) Or, you know, just gotta let it sit. We live in Outland. It's not like this place. It's not like we got a lot of neighbors. We don't have to keep up with the HOA. Seeing a lot of bad takes about people just being like, they should put this lore in the game. No one's going to, how? How can they put, like, what is the vehicle you want them to put this lore in the game? You want them to make 85 cinematics? Like, I don't <laughs> What does the player character do other than literally just be there for, like, Thrall finding Duroc masturbating and being like, you got to go do this outside of the house. You would just go there to watch it. Yeah, like, what, do they want them to put these books in game? Like, I, I just don't know how they expect to get as much content out of it. I, I, I don't know. Like, Especially because every written word is worth, like, ten, like, in-game words. 
Like, so if you have a short story that's like 20 pages, what, are you going to have someone sit there for like 40 minutes of content that they're not actually playing? No. Just, and also, I don't Just go read the books. I'm sure they'll be online. Like, just it's unfortunately, and I know a lot of people don't like to do it. Think about it. But WoW is a multimedia facet now. If you need to catch up with it all, you kind of have to do your homework. Any medium does this. Like, if you want more info, they flush it out uh, outside of the game. And like, uh, what are you? What do they? What do these people expect? Like, do you? Do they want us to have like four new quests pop up in Valdraken? One of them being like, go to Outland to catch up with Thrall, and then like you just have like a 25, 25 minute like quest chain there where they just portray whatever is being involved in the story of them him, him struggling with his son growing up like i feel like that's kind of boring it's like what would it be like collect like like that like that quest when you were trying to like find um caligos's like <laughs> um oh the like, other blue dragon the other blue guys. dragons it'd be like that it's like clean up the house while you listen to them talk like i don't know like is that what is that what these people want <laughs> Let your authors get paid. Do you, are you trying to take jobs from these people? Is that what you're telling me? Hmm. I'm also just now thinking, as an alliance, if you were strictly alliance and only played the game, it's going to be wild to see Durok. Like, the last time you saw yeah. him, he was a baby model in Kata. And then now he's like, hey, I'm big and grown. And look at my big orc wrinkle face. Also kind of fucked up if they're doing a Degrassi Next Generation that we don't get any Dogrin 2 lore. Yes, I was going to say, when the fuck... That's going to be the in-game stuff. They know what the players really want to see. <laughs> We're going to be hanging out with that motherfucker. Speaking of motherfuckers, some of y'all motherfuckers gave us some dragon theories for the contest we ran, and we got to end it this week because the set is leaving the store in a week. So we have randomly selected a winner from our participants. Uh, so first off, I want to say thank you everyone for submitting your dragon theories. Uh, for time's sake, we will just read our winner, who is Dupes. Congratulations, Dupes. We will now read your theory and then get into contact with you uh, to set up sending this gift to you, which we need to move quickly on because I think we need to wait like three days <laughs> after we become friends on BNet to send this to you and it's leaving the shop in seven days. So we'll reach out to you as soon as we're done recording this. Yeah, yeah. You listening to this episode might be in the past. You already know you've won, but yay, we'll still, we'll give you your flowers here and now. Yes. So congratulations, Dupes. And this was Dupes' theory. My theory states, the day slash night glitch in-game wasn't a glitch at all. It was bleed over from Eridicron's use of the void slash shadow disc that he takes from the uh, the Mega Dungeon, aka the Hunger of Galakron. We'll see more effects to the skyline and weather as we draw nearer and deeper into War Within and approach Midnight. Viranoth will be a pre-final patch boss where she is corrupted by the decay magic of Galakron's discs. We stop her from playing out her grudge against Alexstrasza and the New World Tree. Then I think Galakron will be persuaded by Zalatath to consume the power of Galakron as a means to turn Azeroth into a Dark Titan and thus draw the OG Titans out of hiding. We will face a Galakron-esque Eridicron in the Midnight Expansion, defeat him, but not before 
we play a pivotal role in showing the true nature and corruption of the Titans. We'll then have the ultimate dilemma of destroying Azeroth in order to rid the universe of corruption-based Titan magic, and we'll use the Aspect power to do so. Destroying Azeroth will plunge us into a new home world seeking expansion. Holy shit, wait, okay, so, <laughs> okay. I actually really, really, really like the idea of using the day-night, like, mechanics to, like, the weather, forcing, like, a scary skybox. People would not go for it because they would fucking be like, oh, my sky is icky. But how sick would that be to just, like, as midnight comes, get darker and darker or, like, lighter Espe and lighter? Especially because War, war Withining, we're going to be underground. So we do all that kind of stuff. We're like, oh, we beat Zalakast dark Dark Arbata, and then you could easily come out in pre-patching and be like, holy shit, like, it's always night now. Like, there's, like, dark portals opening up in the sky. When did this happen? And then you go to, like, Tim Guardsley, the, the Stormwind Guard, and he's like, it's been happening for months, my lord! What yeah, were you we're... doing since, since y'all went underground? Uh, but I would love, like, if the WoW team had the tact and like enough foresight to like just start doing this now <laughs> when like I, I that this obviously is just something they don't even know why the fuck it's happening but <laughs> um it would be cool if just something so small was the beginning of it and then it ramps up and things get like more and more weird i feel like this is just just weird enough at the beginning that people are just like oh i mean i guess it's just nighttime now at 2 p.m <laughs> it's like daylight savings time or whatever there's something else I wanted to say about this. Well, fuck. Well, also, it's just crazy to, and I will say, I fully, I, I mean, I don't believe it word of law, but I would l absolutely love everything that Dupes has suggested to come about. But it would be wild if you were a current day guy and you were going into 14.0 to go find a new planet and like your friend starts and it's like, hey, let's meet up. Where are you? Where, like, where are you? And I was like, oh, you can't actually warp here. It's like, oh, are you in Kalimdor? It's like, I'm on Zorbop, man. Zorbop? <laughs> we, we went all the way to Zorbop. Yeah, so like everyone who's in the leveling experience is in like locked into these old zones until they get to current Zorbop. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, sorry, sorry. I actually like, like Chromie's like, I can take you just about anywhere. And it's like, what about Zorbop? And it's like, nope, you're gonna, you gotta earn Zorbop. That would be quick. Would we. <laughs> Would we trust the Draenei to fly us out on the ship? Because we know they're historically really bad drivers. But who <laughs> we else also, do we know? We also, <laughs> like, so I'm not a good Draenei lore guy. Don't they have like three of these things? <laughs> the entire population of the world has to pile into just the Architraz. Well, all the champions fit on the last one we had. You know, if, if, we get, That's if there's two true. more, we can get them flying. And I was going to, all, all I've got to say, the Vindicar never crashed, did it? The Vindicar was the. That was the the Legion one. The Vindicar was also maybe 100 feet by 100 feet. But I mean, hey, you can squeeze a couple cities in there. Got space changing technology. I mean, or it could be like our planet is dying. It's it's Outland 2-ing. We're going to send all of our most important heroes to go find Zorbop. And then once you're there in like 14.2, then maybe you can bring us along. So Dupes' theory is also interesting to me because I realized... Who was it that even started bringing up that the skybox was changed? I mean, like, per we all decided here that, like, none of us would have even noticed that it wasn't lining up, right? So I'm like, is this a conspiracy theory? Was Blizzard planting this information? Were they getting people talking about it to notice it? Because it is part of their storytelling. 
that thread was huge. That thread had a lot of people being like, what's going Yeah, what's going on? What's happening? So, yeah, what if they did? You know? They're plants. Just like the plant species that we'll find on Zorbop, who will be our ninth allied race. What's it going to be? <laughs> but they will be horde only, unfortunately. Oh. No, the plant race is going to the hordies. Yeah, we get we get the water race. <laughs> it's just like a bottle of water. Like you just roll around in like a little like wheelbarrow. You're just liquid. <laughs> I honestly, I love that. There's no body one and body two. There's just body goo. Oh, the horde don't want that one because it's gonna accidentally clean them up. You know they can't get. Durnom, Durok's son, who will lead the orcs by that point, will say no. Our mud is our birthright. <laughs> you cannot clean us up. <laughs> but yeah, congrats, dupes. Um, the wheel has spoken, and we will get in touch probably already. Like, you know, as Aaron said, you've already heard this already. So, you know. You know. Uh, let's just do our top two bottom boot. Medium uh, You know what? I was just thinking that. Let's freaking do it. Oh, I'm going to start off with the top two. And this is a hesitant top two, but I'm going to call it a top two. Top two? Two? The Evoker is coming back for the Legendary in my next season, season four. Uh, the Honkameter has chosen already. It's really early, and I want this Legendary. I'm just... I have a feeling it won't be kind to me. Wahid said you're going to have to wait at max... 41 times to max guarantee 100% get it. I think it's going to take me that long to get it. I think they're going to punish me because they only want to hurt evokers. Also, like, the patch won't even be 41 resets long. That's honestly insane that they say that. I don't like that. Also, also I'm surprised that the Guntometer has um, been this quick to decide something. Yeah, I, I want to evoker again. I'm Healing is fun, but... Healing our raid sometimes is not, so... <laughs> no, I, I had to do it this last week, um, and yeah, I don't miss it. I will say that. <laughs> the concept of healing is really cool, but if I didn't have to do so much of it... I, it's really, it's really, part of it is the dispelling. The spelling's so, I don't want it, it's so boring. It's so, I don't want to do that. I just want to make people alive. I don't want to have to get rid of their curses. Figure that out for yourself. Bring some potions or something, I don't know. Dehex yourself. What about you, Aaron? What's your top two? Bottom boot, medium boot. I'm going to give myself a bottom boot as well, or a bottom boot. <laughs> a boot. Boot. And it was that I got skill checked by my own wife the other day. Oh, wow. <laughs> what happened? She, <laughs> she was asking me, she said, how can I do more damage as outlaw? You've played them all, right? And I said... Uh, well, and I gave her sort of a suggestion based on my very limited outlaw experience as Misty Eyes, the Vulpiran Rogue. And then, so she tried it, and she was like, oh, thanks, I guess. And then, like, an hour later, she was like, why didn't you tell me about this talent? And I was like, what? And she goes, if I spec into this, then I can do five hidden attacks at once, and, like, it's, like, OP. And I was like, oh, I didn't know about it. And she goes... Maybe you don't know as much as you think you do. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then you were like, me? Ooh. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I damn, you slapped the spit out my mouth. Like I said, I have two rogues, and I, I definitely have played much more assassination than outlaw, but I got humbled. So now, 
she she best watch herself. If she asks me for any sort of help, I'll be like, girl, go read a guide. <laughs> clearly, clearly, I'm not the one to ask. Ooh. Researchers under fire. Exactly. <laughs> but immune, end it. Finish this up. Um, well, I have a top toot. Tootie toot. Toot, toot, toot. Um, uh, we're back in my rich era. I've been stalking the tables. And in particular, my top toot today is that somebody, for some reason, put a 10K gold public work order that I was able to snatch up. I'm like, damn, y'all y'all got money money or something. So, so I'm utterly poor. 10K is still big business for you at this level? Yeah. Because I know you and Slide talk about, like, yeah, 50K orders. All they asked me to do was scratch my butt. Oh, well, no, most of my orders that, like, I get from people are range anywhere from, like, 1K to 5K, and that involves, and then I have to use some of my own mats sometimes to, like, recraft, so just, to, like, outright getting, like, a 10K order from the public area that, like, I could just make at max rank without having to do anything special was, like, really unheard of for me. I, I, I've just been making money in, like, by sheer amount of orders that I've been putting out. Money, money. Speaking of Matt's, it's Matt, my neighbor, when I was little's birthday today. Happy birthday, Matthew. Please stop posting online about stealing your daughter back. That does not look good for CPS. No, it does not. Speaking of CPS, it's the cool people sector, a.k.a. our patrons. They are Command Sergeant Major Tijerlo, Ahoy Vince, Ensign Slash Drag Race, Azur, and Digital Dave asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Mitch, he wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't daddy. He's a literal child. Uh, in my note, I accidentally added a little dad head here. So this week, you get that added on. He's a literal child. Dad. Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Kick Puncher, Jerome, Sisius and Soup, Adorno, Losing the Patient, Gershon, Big Papa Crispy's Big Mama, Calcus, a tired Void Elf, Huzzah, Johnny's Friday is saved, Wooly, Slide Whistle, Secret Stalker, Teehee, Adam and Vander Lyle, and Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. We are departing this earth and this week's episode. We'll see you next week. But if you want to contact us, you can email us at do not pod at gmail.com or email me at novarakoffin at gmail.com. Send your smoke signals to Aaron. Let him know how to play Outlaw Rogue. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? Well, you can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex or on Blue Sky at Immunization. And at this point, we are preparing to set sail. I am reeling in the anchor. Aaron, as we depart, you should uh, put in some, like, boat sounds. Of course. I I thought that was going to be a critique of the next thing that I say. Like, you should put in some good words. I was like, ah, don't put me on the spot. But simple sound effects, those I can do. So I guess our boat is setting sail. So here the well, passengers. My name is Aaron. You can find me on Twitter at TheBigAcheesy. And you can find all of our links at our link tree. That's linktr.ee slash do not relent pod. If we have a website, you can find it there. I'm going. I'm going. Avasti, matey. There he goes. He's gone. No. You know what that means? Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.